Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, this is Stephanie Hi, Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. <laughs> Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke, 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 therapy. Blue Sona's a, a deal. We got this for free, so. I mean, it's your job, you know what I mean? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. It's It may say for free, <laughs> but God damn it, I worked hard for this microphone. I was microphone gonna say, I was like, you deserve like five yeah. of those. Especially, even just the launch of this microphone alone, I earned it probably in the overtime I worked on the launch of this microphone, so. Yeah, but it's a dope it's, microphone. It is dope, and I was, I'm like, I'm grateful at just how gracious they were about sending it. Cause I was like, you know me, I don't like asking for shit. So like when I asked, they were kind of like, what do you mean? Of course. Like, yeah. Cause yeah, they were cool. But you know, I just like to be, I like to be chill. I like to ask for stuff I'd be like, do I get yeah. free blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I feel like that's going to change for me though. In 2023, that's my thing. Like I, I, I say it all the time in my head and it makes sense, but in 2023, I always say people are going to have to feel me. Like, I'm taking up all the space. You're going to have to feel me. You're going to have to see me. You're going to have to hear me. I'm just kind of tired of playing the background and shrinking myself. I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah. Like, no, I think that, it. like, there's so much, you have so much power when you're, like, vocal. Like, you really could, like, deliver what needs to be said when like you're feeling something yeah and And i think i'm learning that and it's taken me a while to really find that power like you have a presence that people like are drawn to and just like respect you know which is crazy to me because it's like you're such an introvert you're just like you don't i'm so to myself i'm (laughs) like it's i just i'm to me i'm so boring i watch old wrestling videos on youtube and And play video games and married at first sight and like Go to the gym, bro, and that's it. Like that's it. Like that's what I no, do. No, literally, that's it. And smoke that's weed. What I, and smoke weed. That's what I do. Literally, that's all you do. That's my life and work. <laughs> obviously, you know what I mean when I'm not working, that's what I'm doing. I know. Like people are always like, "So, what do you guys like do?" Like when you're like, you know, every day. I'm yeah. like, bro, like we're so boring. I will say though, the time that but in a we, good way. Yeah, of course. Well, I, I mean, like we still have a good time. It's not like we're sitting in the house miserable. Like we're, we're just still, very we, we simple. We're time. very simple. Definitely. Like, I will say though that the the time where we were really out and about a lot. Remember when I was on I was on my break from work and we were going out to eat. It was like our anniversary time. We were going out to eat. Yeah. We went Christmas shopping a lot. And then we got going COVID. to the gym all the time. That's what I'm saying. And I caught and we caught COVID. So. Well. I'm pretty sure I caught COVID and gave it to you. I'm pretty sure. 
I'm pretty well, sure. Well, I, I feel like gym. you needed to get COVID. Like I already got COVID before I got out of my system. Like it's you just were crazy one of like the rare people that never got COVID. In my head, I was gonna be one of those people that always told our kids, like, yo, your dad never caught COVID. Your mom had it, but I never had it. But like at least we didn't catch it in twenty twenty. Oh no, I was terrified you know I mean? of it in twenty twenty. I feel like that's like different. Like yeah. I, I, if you got COVID anytime after twenty twenty, like you got the flu. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, I mean, not not to like dumb down COVID like that. Yeah, like, like people, piss. people still die from it. We're right. Not trying to, but trying it was to like, that, but, but the like 2020 before the vaccine, before like anyone even knew what the fuck, like how you even got it. You know what I mean? People were like, you could take it, you know, like you could inhale it or it's by touch. Like no one knew like how you got COVID. Like it was right. still so it new. It was so brand new. It was that's yeah. crazy. That's even crazy to think about back in 2020. That's when we first started dating. That's why. Oh, wait, we didn't get an intro. We just jumped into it. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. See, that's how I'll be forgetting. Like you, you start I just early. pressed. I just yeah, pressed yeah, yeah. record. It's all good. But you, you didn't hear like Stephanie <laughs> Megan gone into Stephanie Megan mode. I like went into like Stephanie Megan mode. I mean, I could tell, but it's also like, you know. But then we like, also talk like this. But then like, but there's yeah. a different tone that happens. It like True. turns into like. Yeah, you know, I don't but know. But this is also weird because people can't see it. But this is like how all of our conversations happen because, like, you're on the couch, I'm in my like oh, my yeah. little my little my little sofa chair over here, and like this is like normally how our conversations go, like when we talk. So it also just like I know we're recording, but it also just feels very natural. And I'm tipsy too, bro. I'm a lightweight. I've had a glass and a half of rosé and i'm already I'm and you're sitting it. in your little you're sitting in your chair that you always sit in you're very like relaxed yeah, yeah. You're, you're in a good place <laughs> it's, it's crazy because as a kid i used to look at like little little shit that like my grandpa would do or my dad would do and i'd be like oh, oh that's such an old man thing to do like i would never do that old man but here i am with my glass of wine sitting in my chair Literally, yep. just like my grandpa would do. So it's, it's like, it's, it's like crazy. but it's like a chair that's like specific to. Like I don't even sit in that chair. Nobody sits in this chair. Yeah, except Junie. But like, okay, well, she, I mean, we pay Junie rent to her. Runs the house. Yeah, Junie. We give her rent. Runs the house, yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> she owns the house. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's. I'll do the intro, and then we'll just fucking ramble. Sounds good. Okay. Hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy, and if you haven't heard, my boyfriend Brian. The fucking greatest grace. Damn, I like that. That might that might have to be the new alias. Yeah, and that just came that just came through my head right now. The greatest. I like yeah, that. Yeah, Brian, the greatest grace. Thank you. AKA my boyfriend. And we're not video recording. This is just for the podcast loyal listeners. Right. Audio only. Audio only. Day one. Day one. Taking it back. Yeah, taking it literally taking it back. It's because one, I'm about to go to LA. In a few days, I'm doing a whole rebrand. I'm going to be recording, like, I'm trying to shoot for 14 episodes in one week. Gee, you be knocking them things out, though, man. Yeah, I be, be It'd be crazy, because you, you be really getting it done out there. I, I, it's and, dope. like, sometimes, like, if you like if you notice, if my it's, like, you always, like, know when it's, like, towards the end of the 14 <laughs> episodes, because my hair just gets gradually, like, messier right. it's like, let's just put it in the bun right like keep it rolling if i look like shit just know it's because i recorded fucking 10 12 episodes so i like at that point i like give up i'm wearing the same hoodie <laughs> you know what i mean because i'm just like fuck everything you right. know and then i like and then later like editing stuff is like why didn't you just brush your hair you know but it's fine anyway so i'm just trying to well this is the first episode 
that I've ever recorded in 2023. Shout out. Honored to, I'm honored to be the first guest of 2023. And it's because I have no friends here. True. <laughs> true. I mean, I could have done Let me have my moment, though. Damn. No, it's good, it's good, it's good. no I'm just joking. No, I think, but I that think, is true. No, I mean, I don't have friends. I mean, I do yeah. have friends. I just haven't, like, I mean, what friends do you have out here? I don't have friends. Well, HK. Because even your friends that are out here, they're still, like, kind of far out. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Like, I have a friend in Stockton. Shout out to yeah. Rochelle Ochiwali. <laughs> she's in Stockton. And so, and I, she's married. You know, she has four cats. Like, she's busy. Oh, okay, yeah. So, it's like, I think I as imagine. adults, it's just hard. Like, when we have, like, time to ourselves, you just want to be by, by ourselves. And, like. Bro. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> I feel like that has been like the most difficult adjustment that I've had to make in the past few years beyond like us being together, us moving in together, yeah. having pets. <laughs> the most difficult thing that I've had to do is try to navigate going from not working and having like my own schedule of like working out, meditating, right. reading, having my whole routine of like the super healthy, healthy lifestyle to going to working full time. And, like, trying to find some type of balance. Like, it's the hardest shit in the world for me, as you guys hear Junie in the background, enter entertaining herself. <laughs> yeah. But that's, like, the hardest shit in the world for me. Like, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people have children and do it. Yeah, I mean, that's why some people don't have children. And that's why some people, I don't know, people just figure it out. Like, you just figure it out. Dude, you always say that. Because you always talk about kids, like, because you're, like... <laughs> fucking ready to be pregnant oh yeah no i we, want to experience every week the entire I, watch, thing. I want to have a kylie like inspired video to my to our daughter like i want to i just i want to vlog it like there's just so many i things. mean you can do that just in due time we don't have to rush yeah, that I know. but also just not just because of content guys it's because i just i don't know i here's the thing so i remember in 2019 i was dating my ex right and I was like, oh, I could wait like five years to have a kid. And he was like, five years? That's so far out. Think about it. It's about four years now since 2019. And 2019, Steph, was banking on having a kid in five years. That's in a year. That means I need to get pregnant now. Nah. <laughs> I'm just nah. kidding. No. No, but I'm also like, I'm honestly joking. But it's like, and I know that we shouldn't put a time frame because it's really like, it's in God's hands. When it's supposed to happen. When it's yeah. supposed to happen. Like, you really can't force it. And I really want... I do want to be more prepared in, in a certain place in our relationship and financial, whatever. I want to accomplish a few things before yeah. that. Yeah, let's go but it's just crazy. But it's just crazy, like, how time is flying. Like, I remember in 2019, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, and like, in five years. And that's, like, oh, I'm almost there, five years. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, because I, I I swear there was probably a month straight where every episode you were manifesting getting pregnant. I know, but I don't... You talked about getting pregnant in, like, one way or another. I know, I just want to be a mom. I'm turning 32 you and a couple. You are a pet mom. You have, a, you, have two, you have a dog, you have like a cat. But that's, like, different. I mean, I love them, and I am their mom, like, yeah. and I did birth them vaginally. <laughs> You would think you did the yeah. way Rocky is, follows you and needs to be around you at every yes. single moment. Yes. You would think that he came out of you. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I know they are. They are my birth kids. As, he, but as like, he has his straight up mama's boy hoodie on. But like, you know, Rocky's from like a previous marriage. <laughs> mm. You're the stepdad. You know what I mean? Like, I want a kid with you, bro. 
Rocky and I definitely have stepdad, stepson relationship. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> so just a background story to those who don't know. Like, Rocky is my dog, and he's turning 17 January 19th. He's turning 17. Old so man. Old as fuck. Like, he's blind. Like, he's damn near blind. Yeah. He's very confused. He don't even know what day it is. He don't even know. Like, he's just very confused. Poor but, guy. like, but at the same time, very aware. Sometimes, sometimes I give it to him. Like, sometimes I can't even get mad because I'd be like, yeah, I don't even think you like are here right now. Yeah, there's been a and I think that's what we talked about in the last episode, like when I first moved in and we were kind of talking about like, you know, how that was like. And the biggest thing was like the pets. I yeah. really do think that like everything else was pretty smooth and like, but the one thing was really adjusting to like, <laughs> to like you adjusting to the pet life. Yeah. I think, honestly, I thought you were just going to be more, like, intently on top of the pets. I didn't realize you were going to be so casual about it. But I, I'm very casual with the pets. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to be the case. Like, when you when we moved in, <laughs> I was like, she's going to be on it. She's going to be on top of it. That's what, in the first few months, I was like, oh, she's she's not really, like like she doesn't i do i mean okay guys like, i don't, neg- I don't neglect my no, animals i'm not saying you neglect and, and ignore them but it's like we both know if rocky is getting up and walking around and, he, and if he's not walking to his food bowl that he's going to go to the bathroom but here's somewhere. the thing it, it it all of that changed because we ha- me rocks june we had our our own routine true like i felt like they woke up when i woke up like there wasn't another person Cause you wake up like in high, like for instance, I wake up I wake up pretty late. Like I could sleep in, and with my schedule, my work schedule, like I, yeah. my schedule is so flexible, I could sleep in until ten and it's fine. But you like you just automatically wake up early, so like oh someone's up early and he sees that, and he's also like not sleeping on the bed anymore. You know what I mean? So there yeah. was just these little things that like changed because like we weren't like I was casual with them, but like we had a routine, like we had our own thing, so I was on top of it. In hindsight, you know, back in the day, because we had our thing, you know, but like, but all those little changes just made everything difficult, you know? So it wasn't like, it's just because like you're up early before me and they saw that. So they're going to wake up early and they're going to be, you know, like expecting a meal or expecting to go out or, you know, and also Rocky was adjusting to like not sleeping on the bed with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was quite the adjustment. It was it was really a huge adjustment for him. <laughs> it's quite the adjustment. I mean, like for sixteen years, like he slept right next to me. Like he he had his side of the bed, you know. And so I can tell he's like pissed. Like he, I could tell he does not fuck. Oh with yeah, me. yeah, no, one thousand <laughs> percent. Like he, that was an adjustment to be like, oh, now this other dude, like this stepdad come into my life and is like sleeping in the bed with my mom and I'm not there anymore and I have to be on the floor I have to be in a like cage I have to be in whatever like he's like he freaked out indeed and so I think he got really anxious and I think we just tried a few things and now I feel like we're at a better place like he just realized that like he's he ain't going on the bed no more you know but he's obsessed with his bed like yeah 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 like, you know, he's fine. And I also just think he's just old, so he just sleeps. For sure. But I, it was really just an adjustment, I think, because it was like he was the man of the house type of thing. <laughs> and, like, now, like, you came in and there was this other, you know, parent. It's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, exactly. And then Junie just, she's young, so she she's just. just runs, she's, now, Junie is the one who really runs the house. She really does. 
she out of anybody, she runs this household. Oh, for sure. She, if there's a door closed, oh. needs to be open. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter what's going on. She has to. She she might not even go in there. She's just gonna open the door and then walk away. Yeah, she needs to know what's inside. Peek through, and then like stand in front of the door. And so you're like, okay, come in. And she like runs off. Yeah, it's like fucking. She's like, rude. no, I just want. I just want the access to it, <laughs> yeah. just in case. I think. Look, she hears us talking about her. Yes, She's a very smart cat. She knows when we're talking about her. Oh yeah. She knows she cannot. There's no type of affection can be shown between you and I without her like Oh my god, if we're being so like cuddly and sweet or even if we're like having sex, like she has to like be involved. Like she's yes. like, "Wow." She walks in and she like stares at us like, "How <laughs> dare you? You guys show each other love and you're like, not showing me where's love." Where's my love? Yeah, exactly. She's like the I always thought cats were like super standoffish. Don't really, nope. you know what I mean? Don't yeah. really fuck with humans. Just let you be. Junie is like, nope. You're oh, you're sitting there. Okay, let me jump in your lap. Yeah, she's a very needy, cuddly, super cuddly, so cuddly, and like she's so desperate for attention. Like, mm. She's kind of desperate if you think about it. <laughs> she's you should so hear her desperate. in the morning when I'm like in here. And I like leave her in the room sometimes just so I can like have a moment to myself. And she like, she'll be in there like flipping out. Like sometimes I'm like, are you throwing yourself at the door? Like, why is, what is this thud against the door? Like, but yeah, she like meows. She, it it damn near sounds like a scream of like, let me out. Like, yeah, we have to put her in the office when we sleep because she'll wake us up at like 2, 3 a.m. And she'll like actually physically attack me. Yeah. And so that was another thing we had to adjust to. Because before I would just let Junie sleep in the bed with us. And like she was very used to that too. And so, you know, we we allowed her to do that, I guess. Because she just doesn't, you can't tell her shit. Yeah, It's a black household. Pets do not sleep in the bed. Yeah. They they have their designated area. Yeah. And so, but, you know, we kind of allowed it because she's just, you know, cats are a little harder to train. And, but she just would attack us. Oh my God. So early in the morning. She's so rude. And so we're like, we're going to put you in the office. But I mean, you wake up early as fuck anyway. So it's not like she's, and I go to bed late. So it's not like she's like in there for very long. That's why I'd be wondering why she freaks out so much. I know she Because I'd be like, like, bro, you've been in there for like three hours. Like (laughs) relax. Like, come on now. Like you, you act like you've been in there all week. Like literally, like I know for a fact that you, you've been in there for like four hours, bro. Like. I can do some yoga and meditate before I let you out. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's so cute though. So lately, anyways, I don't know. Should we shift it? We're just talking about yeah, our pets. We did, I'm sure the audience does not want to hear us ramble about the pets, but. Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. 
I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all the stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> so if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So anyways, back to why this is just audio. I realized I never really finished. Um, so there's a lot going on. There's going to be new photos for the show. It's just there's a whole bunch of rebranding and stuff, creative stuff that I'm going to be like working on. And I just want to like limit the amount of work for myself. So I really just wanted like, I think then this episode and next week's episode is just going to be audio only. And so there, that means there's nothing on YouTube that's coming out. And also... Um, like no socials and stuff. So which yeah. is fine. I need this break from social media anyway. So maybe this you is do, my chance. So <laughs> yeah, it'll be yeah, it's all Should we get good. into that? <laughs> if you I mean if you want to, I feel like I know I know it's on your mind and I know it's it's been bothering you and you just had just these you know, I think you know, like you say, it's just even beyond social media, how you were you were just kind of venting to me last night about just your whole life of just someone always commenting on 
how you look, your body, and this and that. Like I said, you know, I mean, I was telling you, like, I think at work, you know, it's different for me because I have such a different perspective on social media than like than you do because I work in it. You know what I mean? Like, literally, I audience engagement is in my job title, so I like literally live in comments and. Uh, people's posts and just comment sections like that's my life every day so I see the worst of the worst you know what I mean so to me I think I'm so jaded to it sometimes where it's like I'm just like yeah that, that's but it's like different when, when it's like comments about other people for sure for sure no no I'm not saying that to like minimize yeah how you feel and what it is I think for me I'm just like it's such a like work like business thing for me to where I like I think I'm able to like overlook it but for you like you say when you were venting to me and you're like bro ever since I was a kid like this person comments on my body and then it was this time in my life and then people comment on my body and this and this and now we're just having a fucking podcast and like still people finding a way to comment on my body like I could just like I can't imagine what that's like you know what I mean it's yeah. so it's so like wow and it's just I don't know people just don't I just don't get like we always say it, but I don't get how you could be in a place where you could just say something like so mean to someone you don't so even mean. know. Yeah. So just some like backstory. Maybe if you guys don't follow me or haven't seen me go on a rant in my Instagram stories um, or haven't seen the mean shit in my comments. So it's crazy because it's like, OK, you know, TikTok, there's some toxic shit in the comments. It's fine. But it's ne- I've never I've never gotten this amount of hate than i do on like the broco therapy instagram like and it's such a vastly different audience like i feel like sometimes i have two shows yeah like i i like love the podcast and like love doing these audio ones because i feel like the ones who like truly listen and truly tune in to like the full episodes and like especially the audio or like i feel like these are my best friends like i'm like oh these people fucking ride for me you know and then I have like the the social media people who like don't listen to the podcast, but they love the, the clips and the socials and everything. Like I I I mean I love that people support me no matter what. And but it like it opens the door to just like so much hate, and it's like my audience on Instagram is is like I, I looked at my like analytics yeah. and it's. 52% men. Wow. Which is crazy because like the show is like mostly I know there's sure. guys that listen. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're there. I, I I hear you. I recognize you. I've, you know. Um but like it's what? 95% women, you know? It, you would or, think, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like or women identifying, you know? Like it, it's it, and it, it's just crazy because it's just like I like sometimes really hate my followers on Instagram. I'm just like, I hate you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have 124 K, but I'm like, I hate y'all, you know, because I mean, because there's, I get a lot and I've been just trying to like right now, just block people. Like I, my block list is like, (laughs) is a lot because people just fat shame me. They call me fucking Shamu, which Okay, fuck you. Shamu and whales are beautiful. So how dare you insult Mother Nature's finest creatures, asshole? Anyways. You were so mad when can I just tell the <laughs> listeners like you were you were so mad 
when you like I'm not I'm not gonna lie like that that's obviously it's mean and it's fucked up but it's kind of funny but it's like but no but up. it's like when you the, when you called me into the office and you were like you were so appalled and you were like babe can you believe what these people commented and like you were like wait I'm gonna read it to you and you put out your phone <laughs> and I'm expecting to hear the worst of the fucking worst like I'm bracing myself and I'm like I'm like oh my god I'm gonna have to hear this fucked up shit I'm gonna get upset like okay I'm, I'm like I'm like Will Smith I'm bracing myself right and then you're like they called me Shamu am I Shamu do I look like Shamu and I was like I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to laugh because I was like, I was like, that's fucked up, and she has every right to be upset and offended. But I was also like, I was not expecting her to say shamu. I was expecting that insult. Like I was expecting something just like I said, the worst of the worst, the most right. vile shit. And then you said they call me shamu. And you like did the dramatic pause and everything, and I was like. Yeah, that is fucked up, babe. Like, you know what I mean? But in my head, I was like, oh, that's not that bad. Like, I'm not saying it's not that bad. Of course. I mean, no one wants to be compared. I mean, you know what? Obviously, obviously. I mean, of course. Yeah. But it It was just funny. I I know. It was funny because I was expecting something so so silly diss. Obviously, I could like see people laughing right now because they're like, that's a ridiculous diss. But it's like, no one wants to be called. Like, you know, like it hurts, but it's also like. And it's also when you get it all the time. You know what I mean? It, could, it all it takes is something. It could just take something small. Like, like I've been that called a pig. I've been called shampoo. I've been called like who would like people? And I just get this all day. Like who would fuck the one that's in the middle, or who would fuck her? Like oh, I can't look at her. Like she's so disgusting. And it's crazy because it's like every time I go to their profiles, one they have no fucking profile picture because they're probably ugly as fuck. Or they're always or private. two, yeah, or two they ugly as fuck. <laughs> There was, I have to give her a shout out, but some follower, because she saw that I was really upset, went to one of the comments. And she's like, my man, why would you comment that shit when you look like string cheese? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, did look like string cheese. He called me a pig, but he looked just, like string cheese. I don't know. Can we just, let me just say this, guys. As someone who works for, I can't say, but some of the largest <laughs> brands on social media. And like I say, I live in the comment sections. Y'all don't have to say the fucked up shit that comes into your mind. Like you can just keep it there and keep scrolling. There's no need for you to just like put your hate in the universe like that. Trust me, your day will not get better if you do that. You can keep that to yourself and keep it pushing. I would suggest get a hobby or a friend or some pussy and stop. (laughs) comments and fucked up shit in the comments please yeah and it's always men and i you know and i hate that because yeah. and they always have those sunglasses i love, men. I love dick they I always have play. the fucking oakley's yes and the, oakley's. the nasty goatee and they're always in like the front or a seat white of guy truck. Yeah. a white guy with like i don't know it, it, it doesn't matter if they just like <coughs> any secure person any person who is happy with themselves or even slightly happy with themselves, you don't even need to be the happiest person fucking ever. Any person that's a good person that's not miserable or insecure would never do that. Yeah. You know, like just, all those people who like want to put out so much hate is because they're miserable. And it just makes me think it's just kind of like, I feel like 
in reality, there really isn't many women that look like me that do what I do. Right. You know, you think of like the sex industry and you think of, you know, the the type of women that come on a podcast and like, you know, talk about sex. Like a lot of them are very beautiful, you know, very fit, beautiful, that can like Hollywood pretty. And then you have me that's brown, that's like an average body, you know, like I'm not skinny, but like I have fat on me, you know, right. like, you, you, which you, is a lot of a lot of us. Right. And like not everyone looks like these really skinny fit people. Not everyone looks like that. And so I, I represent a different part of another type of woman. And a lot of times like women like me are so ashamed to like even talk about sex or take her shirt off in bed and do all these things because it's just like, Oh, we were we don't feel like we're good enough. Yeah. And even, even women who aren't like, even the ones who are smaller and like just body dysmorphia in general, like it doesn't matter what size. Like I know a lot of us have felt like, well, we don't have tits. We don't have a flat stomach. We don't have a fat ass or we don't have this or we don't have that. And we don't feel <clears throat> comfortable or sexy enough to like talk about our sex life or to, to like even have or whatever it is or like go for like the person that we're attracted to because we're like scared or insecure. It's like I'm here for the everyday woman. I'm not I'm here for all types of women yeah. or women identifying like I'm here for or even men. Honestly, I'm here for every person that like feels like they don't feel like they're good enough and yeah. but want love and are horny as fuck. <laughs> are curious about sex and want to be want to have a platform where it's safe to be open and yeah. talk about that like like i get why you get so upset because that's the exact opposite of what this space is supposed to be it's supposed to be a space where people can be comfortable however you look however however you identify whoever you like you know what i mean right you can come and have these conversations and be open and honest and have fun talking about because at the end of the day sex is fun and it should be and it shouldn't be this thing where you're so in your head and you're thinking about how i look how is a person perceiving me it's supposed to be this thing that you're sharing with another human being and that you're enjoying and, and it's just well here's the sad. thing it's like sex is the most natural thing we can do right that's how we're all here is because two people decided to have sex. And, uh, you know, just talking to like Dr. Stephanie and just to these, you know, sex therapist professionals, it's like more and more really, you know, understanding like how just completely natural this is. So I don't need to be blonde and blue eyed to come on and talk about fucking getting eaten out because those aren't the only people who are getting eaten out. I, a brown woman who has fat on her, is worthy to get a fucking orgasm and to talk about it to the world. 100%. But it pisses a lot of these people off. Like, it really makes them upset. Like, my comment section with all these people, are just, they're so upset. They're so absurd that someone that looks like me is, like, getting fucking dick. Like, is, is, like, attracting men. And it just, you know, and, you know, the whole thing is like, just be healthy, be healthy. Why are you trying to push obesity or, you know, all these things? It's like, no, I'm not pushing that either. Like, yeah, we should be healthy. Okay, cool. But like you also, here's another thing too. We don't know what someone's circumstances, 
there's genetics that play into it. Well, for sure. You know, there's sometimes people don't have the the finances. Maybe they're so busy. You don't know what the circumstances like with genetics, especially it's like both of my mom's family. My dad's family is built to be like thicker, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know people who are smaller framed and don't work out, don't even really eat healthy. And like, but that, but they have genetics on their side to help them be small framed. Right. And then like, you know, you have people who are thicker who like work out and really do, you know, like try, but it's, but they have genetics that they're fighting against, you know? So you just don't know someone's circumstance. You'd be like, oh yeah, go to the gym. Well, it's like, well, fuck you. I just went to the gym and you're like, yeah, you don't what? fucking know. Yeah, yeah. You don't fucking know what I'm doing. You don't know what my circumstances or maybe I'm like, you know, like going through mental health and there's something you just don't know. You don't know like someone's situation. Right. So to comment someone's body and be like, well, I just want you to be healthy. is like, no, fuck you. Like, you don't know shit. You don't know me. You know, like, you you don't know what I eat. You don't know if I work. Like, you just assume. And, like, it, it, you know, and you don't know what, like, my family fucking, like, genetics look like. Like, you just, uh, fuck these people, dude. Fuck these people. And so, but, but something that I do, like, really love about myself this is like the teary-eyed moment uh-huh. this is like a part in a sitcom where you put like the the, the yeah yeah, yeah the, the dramatic music um but the one thing about myself that i really fucking love is that i'm able to turn something that's so painful into something like even more powerful yeah, like you know yeah. something like for instance broco therapy is really stunned because I was heartbroken all the time. And I was like, well, how can I use this pain and turn it into something that's like positive, you know? And so now I feel like, especially the start of the new year, all of this is just, you know, like just coming at me more than ever, more than ever. It's just like another kind of era of my life of things of like, okay, well, like obviously we went out over a heartbreak. We've accomplished that and stuff like that. This is another thing that I have to deal with and heal. And so, like I'm willing to be super honest and vulnerable about it, like on the show, on social media, in order to like one help me because it feels good to like right now me talking about it and me going off on Instagram. Like <laughs> there's something about it that does feel good. Like it's like I'm taking my power back. Although I don't want to give everyone my attention when they do shoot me like these negative comments, and I I'm good at like just ignoring it. But you know. At a certain point, you got to defend yourself. At a yeah. certain point, you got to be loud. I want to be louder. You just got to pick your moments, but people. you definitely, you know, be vocal when you feel Yeah, the and it, it just reminds me of just, like, my purpose, you know? It's just, like, I, there's, especially, you know, like, people coming to me and telling me how much they help, you know, it's just how, how much I've helped them feel comfortable about themselves. It's, like, I, I want to continue that, and, like, that is like the reason why this is all happening, you know, to me, I, I feel. And so I'm just trying to use that into something positive and hope, hopefully just through my experiences and me just being vulnerable about it, it would like help somebody, you know? And yeah. so, um, however the healing may look like, I just, I think I just need to document it yeah, and just talk about it. That's what you you've know? always done. And it's and like we said earlier, man, Mercury in retrograde right now. So everything is, is coming up for us to kind of acknowledge and today's it. today's like a full moon in Cancer. So it's a lot yeah. of emotions. 
Uh, I mean, I cried a lot this morning, so you did. I did when Do I was you want to talk mom's. about it? Do you want to pack? No, I mean, yeah. As you, I, I like as you know, it's just I've just really, truly, just kind of felt I'm at this crossroads in my life once again, where I'm just like struggling with my career in my the career space in my life, and I, I'm excited to talk. Uh, have a reading with Danny on Sunday about it, yeah. so I'm excited to talk to Danny about it. But I just feel. It's it's just weird that. Sorry, can you pass me more wine? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not to like. I don't want to interrupt Pause. you. <laughs> I just I feel like I'm just at this, I'm at this crossroads in my life where I just I just feel like I just feel so disconnected from my purpose in terms of like my career and what I do on a day to day, and um, I mean you know just along with that like I tell you you know I just I just feel unappreciated at times you know what I mean by my job I, f- I feel like I here's the thing man for so many years of my life I feel like I always minimized myself and told myself I had to be very humble I feel like I'm kind of going in this new era of my life where I'm like fuck that I'm about to start like really talking my shit and I feel like with work that's really kind of like gotten me feeling the type of way Cause when I think about it and I'm like, yo, I really be killing shit. Like I'm really him. Like I'm really fucking good oh, at yeah, this I job. Know you're so good at your job. It's and like, I'm like insane. Cause I could never <laughs> for me to feel unappreciated. Like I do. And even like, you know what I mean? Talking to talking to my manager today and just outright being like, yo, I just feel straight up disrespected at times by the company. And right. the in the way y'all the way y'all kind of treat shit and the way y'all treat me sometimes, you know what I mean. So I think just all of that is kind of just left me feeling like uh, like where to like okay this is not where I'm supposed to be. Obviously, um, it's it's time for me to move on to something else, and I'm just like I don't know what that is, and I just want to be happy, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, I think about it. I don't. I just. I don't know. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 you know, for me, the unknown is very scary. So not knowing is just terrifying to me. Yeah. But see, that's like, that's a sign to really explore. Cause as someone who's been there 15 million, I feel like you never want to listen to me every time I give you this type of advice, <laughs> but I'm just going to give it to you. Um, oh, I need like Rachel or Rose or somebody to come yeah, on the show like, and say like, it in a resignation. Somebody else could be like <laughs> saying the same advice. And like on the show and then but I've like been telling him he's like oh man what Rachel said just really resonated with me and I'm like bro I've been telling you the same exact shit but you don't listen to me it's always like the people closest to you sometimes you don't want to listen to and I'm the same way too I'm guilty of that I am yeah. guilty of that I can admit that I'm definitely yeah. guilty of that and it's like but you, like I want you to know that like you've got a partner who like has been through the exact same shit so many times if anything worse because at least you're good at your job (laughs) you know and so but i've been there i i I know that feeling of just like being disrespected feeling empty feeling unfulfilled like you're not actually fulfilling your purpose i've felt that so many times yeah and the thing is though is like Maybe we may not know what that is or what that looks like, what purpose is, but like there is deep down, we deep down know. And I think a lot of times we ignore that shit. And I think that like you ignore what exactly it is that you really want 
because of fear, because you don't think you're good enough. And I mean, I, I know how that feels. Yeah. And so, but I really truly believe anything that you want in life, like, you like and once you're like any person is just ready to go forward and like accept what they really want in life anyone could accomplish anything you could be anything nowadays you really can it just takes consistency it takes dedication it takes understanding that like there's gonna be some sacrifices like you just have to fucking go for it yeah and it's scary because yeah the sacrifice is like fuck i'm gonna be broke i'm not gonna make this amount because we're so used to this paycheck it's gonna take this but it's just like when you want something and you like believe it's yours like you'll take the heat like you'll 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 like for me i'm just like I, I mean, all the shit that I've been through the past, like, six years, it was just, I mean, even more than that. It was just, like, I, I knew what my purpose was, even though I didn't know what my purpose was. But I just kept going. I just kept following my gut. That's what you need. That's what everyone needs to do. Yeah. Follow your fucking gut and fantasize. I do that a lot. I, I, I will say I, I do fantasize. I do, like, fantasize. I just call it manifesting. I mean, like, when I work out, that's, like, yeah. one of my favorite things to do is, like, just really imagine what I want life to look like and how I want it to be. That's actually, that's like how I get through my cardio is cause I just, I'm just listening yeah. to my music and I'm just manifesting the whole time. And it's just, but for me, it's, it's just crazy how the mind works to me sometimes to where it can like just trick you like that. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like I always have this conversation with my therapist and he always tells me the same thing. And he's like, well, tell me a time in your life when you failed. And then I'm always sitting there like, hmm, I don't know. You know what I mean? And you it's kind of like, it out. exactly. You always found a way. Because you always that failure it always out. led like, to something even better. Exactly. And it always, it's always like, you know me, I, I, I just think in music lyrics. It reminds me of a Drake line where he says that I'll probably go crazy if I fail, but I never do. So it's, and it's like, I'd be like, yeah, like it would be all bad if this happened and I failed, but I'm probably not going to. And that's the thing I I think just think like I am grateful for this job because if anything, it it truly has showed me that I am powerful. You know, what I mean, like I talk about my last company and just like for me, that was the pinnacle. Right. Working with Snoop Dogg, working on shows like Snowfall, working on like HBO and Insecure and stuff like that to work on those social campaigns to like. Now, I always felt like like the imposter syndrome of like that was a fluke. And then being at this company where I'm at now and having all of these huge brands, you know what I mean? 20, yeah. 20 million followers on this account and 10 million on this account. Like I've like I'm like I've like realized that power of like, oh, I can do this shit anywhere. Yeah. And be successful. Because what you're like, you know, you're doing it for other people, but it's like, <laughs> I think sometimes, like, shit you can do it for yourself. And that's and what, that's it what takes I think more, I'm realizing. It takes, more, it takes more work, and it takes, honestly, failure. It takes times where you're like, fuck, like, I messed up, you know? But it's just like, anything you fucking want in life is, is so approachable. It's that fucking anxiety that tells you yeah. in your head that, like, it's not capable but i just like it's like you just have to like i mean to this day i get fucking imposter syndrome but it's, i fucking will have a battle in my head with like homegirl that tells me like 
you ain't shit. Brokeo therapy ain't shit. But I'm like, no, I'm I'm the shit. Yeah, you know. And it's and so, so crazy. It's a, like I said, it's so crazy. Those mind games of like you say, you yeah. know what I mean? Because, like you say, we talk about do. I tell you, like I know I can't talk about like numbers here on the show, but like I, you know, how we talk about of like I see what those contracts look like, and I'm right. like. Oh, the company just like paid my salary with one month from this one client. You know what I mean? Like literally, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like you say, it's, I do all that work for them and I kill myself for them. And it's like, but when, if I put that energy towards like, why do I question it being able to do it for myself so much? I can pick up a brand that I have no type of affiliate affiliation, no connection with and assume like their voice and personality like you would think that I could easily do it for myself, but I don't, I don't know. It's so, like I said, I I'm finding that power and it's, it's new for me. It's like, it's like learning. I feel like just like me and just how vocal I've been at work. This is the most vocal I've ever been at work in terms of like being like, yo, this is fucked up. Y'all need to twit. Y'all need, I don't like how this, I don't like how this policy works. I don't like right. how this process works. Yo, the way the position y'all got me in right now, I don't feel like I'm being set up for success. Y'all need to do something about it. Because I think this is what we realize. Like, I feel like when you're young and, you know, you get into corporate or like corporate type settings, we like think that like they know what they're doing. Right. But like a lot of times (laughs) no one knows what the, no matter how big and how rich a company could be no one knows what the fuck they're doing and you know what it is it's so funny that you say that babe because i think from working in radio i've learned how even if i'm unsure i can deliver something to make you believe it and i think that's one of my it's greatest, really it's all it is it's, it's one just of my pretending greatest superpowers to know what the fu- like yeah working is really just pretending you know what the fuck you're doing but there's no been, one knows what the fuck they're doing there's been so many meetings where i've had coworkers come to me afterwards and be like, like yo like how did you figure that out how like how did you know this how did you know that and i'll be like <laughs> Fam, I made that shit up. Like I just See? like I just said it like I knew it and it was fact, but I was I, bullshitting, bro. Like I've, I ain't gonna lie, I made that shit up. I've been in so I'm that's the thing is like I admire about you is that like you could like be so lost in what's going on, but really like because I feel like, yeah, you really could just act like and come up with something that makes you Oh, if I'm on the client calls. I can be so I all day I'll sit up here stressing out. Don't put me on a client call. How am I going to say this? How am I going to do that? As soon as I get on that client call, I know how to make them feel like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, don't put me on a client call. Like maybe if it's like a little short little check-in, it's fine. But like if it's a client call with like broker therapy, like I've been like my personal stuff because it's like for me like i could talk about broker therapy any day yeah like for me it's like broker therapy is my person like i could be completely myself so if i'm talking to a brand like they know me you know yeah but if i'm working for like an agency or a company and i have to represent a company and you want me to be clean cut oh it's tough i it's mean it's really hard it's, it's for me tough. And like, yeah, I mean, I maybe I could put on like my little I mean, I do have a white girl voice, but I could just continue. I could really like charm with my white girl voice. But don't ask me any question. Yeah, I mean, but I think that's the thing. Like you say, I, I realize and also I truly have just been blessed with like being a people person, being able to kind of be able to just get along with anyone. I think I think that's what I love about myself. Cause I think I think it might have been you were asking me like. Oh, like what friend group were you in in high school? And I was like, I wasn't really in one because I was cool with everybody. Like I was that yeah. dude that 
I'm gonna go hang out with the 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 Spanish folk and you know what I mean and kick it with them and be like speaking your Latinas, Spanglish. man. He be liking his I Latinas. Mean, you see, you see what East Oakland is black in in in, yeah. in Spanish people. That's it's all it is over here. Black and brown. Yeah, that's, that's it. All it is over here. If you're white, you're like, how did you get in this set of? You tone? know, it's gentrification. <laughs> you know, it's gentrification. Like I remember, I mean, there's like a house being sold. There was like on sale like down the street, and I remember like. We saw like the white, yeah, yeah the, the couple. couple that like parked and they were white and they're just walking about on the street. And I'm like, oh shit, like yeah, what are they doing here? And like we're looking out the window, like you might what are these like? Walk the block like that. You like, might not want to walk the block. Don't be, like don't that, be acting bro. too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go down toward. <laughs> you make sure you stay down toward the. <laughs> like don't don't come this. You can't way. tell people where we live. We gotta delete that part. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I forgot. Damn, yeah. But it's, I'll be, I'll be it's forgetting fine. you be big proud. time, man. I can't just be talking like that. I I'll probably, just be I'm, I'm drunk too. I probably already have said way too much about work, but fuck it. I mean, do you want to like? No, not at all. This is fine. I, I feel like I feel like it's honest because like I said, were, I mean, I feel like everything you told them I'm in at, meetings yeah. is what you said today. Like I think no, one hundred percent. No, that's the uh, thing. I'm very, I'm, <laughs> I'm very vocal, but I, I think that it's. That's the thing that I struggle with too. So like I said, I'm I'm usually not vocal. So I'm it's it's like a new muscle that I'm learning how to flex. And I'm grateful for like my direct report boss that I have that I like work with on a day to day because I feel like he kind of helps me with that. Like I like now I will go to him and be like, "Yo, I think I'm about to go to to the director with this shit." Yeah. And he'll be like, "Well, let's talk about it first. Like let's really examine like you know, Cause you mean? know, he gonna get shit. If he he, he, like, but that's the thing I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate him because he keeps it real with me. Like, right. he, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't ever feel like he's bullshitting me. Like, you know what I mean? We were, no, was, he seems like such a great boss. That's yeah, like, so just, saying, like I, I was having an issue today where I was like, yo, I just feel disrespected by this and that. And he was just kind of like, you know, let's, I hear you and I'm not saying you're wrong, but we also got to think of a world where you don't get that acknowledgement that you're looking for. Yeah, because that's the thing is like, like, look, I completely agree and understand like you should always get the acknowledgement and the praise, especially when you when you've been like killing it and going above and beyond. But it's like the reality of the, these a lot of these companies, dude, is like they like they don't they, like that. shit. They don't they're not going to give you your your flowers and your praise because that means that might mean more money. Yeah. And they're not sure they can. You know what I mean? Like people and I, are, I hate to make it racy, but I feel, sometimes I truly feel like not for nothing that. I don't, I don't know if I should say this. I do feel like sometimes that they're like, damn, who's this big black dude that just don't really say shit, but is always fucking killing it. All the fucking clients always love him. He's they always killing it. He don't really cause no trouble. Like, who is this dude? Like, I really think that sometimes because I'm not I'm not that employee that's just going to like conform and like fit in like I'm like I'm gonna be me I have to be me now you know what I mean yeah. that's one of the things on this healing journey if the you know the listeners of the pod have followed and just kind of know that I've been on this journey for me that's been one of the main things that I think I've learned and just becoming more comfortable with is just being myself and like not feeling I used to really feel like I had to fit in and people Same. please I used to, to always like feel like really I needed to like yeah yeah I used to always feel that way like I worked at like BCBG corporate right and now and I'm just was, like fuck y'all y'all gonna have to yeah. feel me bro I'm Oakland I, I say wild shit I'm a curse from time to time on the client call but at the end of the day 
I feel like that realness is what people appreciate from me. I'm never going to hold back. We like you real as fuck. No, I just, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be vulnerable. If you want to have a real conversation, I'll sit there and have a real conversation with you. Like, that's just yeah. that's just me. That's how I am. And I honestly feel like that's my gift. I don't know what it is again, but I do feel like my purpose is kind of based in that somewhere. That's, see, that's why I love you. Oh, thank you. Sorry, not to get all mushy gushy. Everyone, ooh, c- calm the fuck down. Don't mind the COVID cough, y'all. I'm, we're recovering. <laughs> you don't have COVID anymore. I know. I feel like I have. I have this like cough though. That's just COVID like cough. permanent. I feel like it's gonna be permanent now because I smoke weed too. So yeah, smokers cough. Like I, yeah, I legit, I legit have a smokers cough now. Yeah, I think you do. I do. I'm I'm a pothead though. I can't deny. I'm it. a poo. <laughs> I am. I can't deny. It. I'm not a pothead. I don't do drugs. You don't. Well, you have asthma, so you can't. Actually, yeah, I don't do drugs. And I don't yeah. smoke. <laughs> I mean, I just like drink. Rarely, rarely, rarely drink. I think yeah. everyone thinks I'm like drunk all the time. I used to think that it's so crazy. I, trip- I mean, I used to be drunk all the time. Don't get me wrong, but I trip out sometimes though because I think about it often. Of just like sometimes the perception that I had of you from when I listened to the show, yeah, to then like when we started dating to like now when we live together. And well, I'm you just had like- a di- well. Okay, first off, he started following me in 2017, which was the prime of my partying days. Well, I don't know, because all of my 20s was very... Nah, I used to be outside, because that's when I lived in L.A. And remember, I used to tell you, I used to be like... What if I run into her? I used her? to think, like, damn, what if we, like, run it? Because I know we I used, was to, outside we used to kind of be in the same areas, like, so... Yeah, yeah. But no, I, was I, mean, just, I was just a homebody. I never went nowhere in no way, so I don't know why I thought that. I will but. say, like, I mean, I partied a lot. I drank a lot. Um, but I wasn't, like, you wouldn't catch me just chilling at home having a drink. Like, that was rare yeah yeah yeah. that's my vibe like yeah i know that's completely yeah, that's your my vibe. vibe that's my vibe i mean not even actually i don't even do that now unless it's like we're doing a pod you know yeah. but I honestly was that i dude, just drink when i do the podcast that's it like yeah, i, I was ever... that dude that girls made fun of because i was to come to the house and chill dude oh really well, i don't like to go out so like you we can just come to the house and hang out and whatever and it's, you it's need it's so good that we like met and like actually started dating in 2020 because steph before 2020, like in the 2010s. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have worked. No. no first off, it would have been. <laughs> You'd have broke my heart. I always tell you this. I I, oh, I, I really, I really think you would have broke my heart. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, because I would have caught feelings and I would have been like super in love. And I would have liked the attention, but I would have been like here, there, here. We would have broken up so many times. And but I mean, that that's that was my life, though. That's what the type of, those were the yeah, type of girls that, that I dated. And I was yeah. that girl. Like, yeah. I 1,000% would have broken up with that's you. Like why I was attracted to you when I started following you. <laughs> You're like, she toxic. I like it. Yeah, I was like, she's outside. She She's not emotionally available. She's not going to fall in love with me the way I'm going to fall in love You're like, with her. You're like, she's perfect. She's perfect. Let's do it. And like for you, you would have been too nice because you wouldn't yeah, have like sure. you wouldn't you probably would have been like com- try to commit like pretty quickly. No, you probably would have been able to like kind of walk all over me back then. Oh, one th- I and I would have. Yeah. One time I never I've never mentioned this guy ever because like I don't know it's it was such a blimp in my dating history. I dated this guy Pablo Paulo. Paolo? Paolo. 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 Like P-A-O-L-O. Paolo. Paolo. I think it was Paolo. 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 Okay, yeah. 
Palo. So sad. Palo. He was Filipino, actually. Okay. And he was old. He probably probably would have been around your age. And like, I just want to say, I'm so sorry to that man. Why? I like because yeah, we text every day, but I didn't like him. I just like texting somebody. I just like the attention. Yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. I really like. I really dragged him along. And it was like, it was just for attention. And then I just was like, broke up with him and he was so sad. Damn. Heartbreaker. Yeah. And he was just like, I don't know. I just, I feel bad for that guy. Sometimes I think about like, I'm sure he's bounced back now. He's probably, no, yeah, he's fine. I think according to Venmo, now. I think he's got a girlfriend now. So it's fine. Oh, well, I like, think he's like still know? on my, I don't know. I guess how would you know that from Venmo though. I don't know. I maybe I still have his contacts. I don't ever erase contacts. No, but how would you know he has a girlfriend from Venmo? Because he has a picture with the girl. And he always oh, Venmo's okay. back with like a girl. I'm so like, I'm are like, you are you the creep that is that is stalking people's Venmo timelines? No, like, I don't even have him. I don't even have him on any social media. But like, if I'm Venmo, I, he always pops up in my Venmo. But yeah, poor man. It's yeah. okay. He's probably over it. I was about to say. I just he added to the list because you, you do some wild shit though. What do you mean? Like just some some random stuff. What? Never mind. What do you mean I do some what what random stuff? No, because do I it's do? only gonna be random to me and then I'm gonna sound super type A. You are type A. We've No, I'm trying that. to think I'm because I'm drunk right now and I, I Just can't, say this is no, drunk boy confession. No, I can't remember. What was was it like the butter or something where you it was something Oh yeah. Where it was like <laughs> instead of starting at either one at the left end or the right end of it, it you like went right in the middle. Okay. Instead of and doing I was a like, vertical cut, I did a horizontal cut. And I was just like and I was sitting there thinking like why like but like why would you even do that like why would you even cut that like that like you're like who I, am my, i dating like, in my life who i was like psycho? I was, like Libby went to you and i was like bro what kind of psychopath are you like to where i don't remember what it, i don't know why i think i feel like it's it, the it butter, is but, it is kind of weird because you should do it from the ends you don't yeah, cut in the middle like never in my life you're had right. i seen it. And, it and that was like very early like when you moved in and I was like, I'll do a horizontal cut. So it's the long ways versus the short squares. Yeah. And I was just like, I want to, I wanted a rectangle, not a square, I guess. But I just remember <laughs> thinking I was just like, you're like, and, it, and obviously the, I think that was before we really like dove into the ADHD stuff too. And like, yeah. I really like educated myself on it. But like, I used to like, like I told you, I used to just be amazed with little things of like, we have that dish rack where there is no right or wrong way to put the dishes up. But I would just notice how I would do it versus how you would do it. And I would be like... Our brains function and I, Yeah, I, I would be like, no, that totally works like that. <laughs> but I would have never thought to put the yeah. place there. I mean, think about it. Doing horizontally is like, I mean, you're going to do the squares. You probably need what, like three or four squares but you just do one <laughs> one horizontal rectangle there you go there's your squares i'm so mad i'm drunk and i can't remember exactly what it was because i remember being so taken back by it like yeah you know you do get weird out by and then i'm the type a about certain things because uh i will say probably the main thing that is like the dumbest like pet peeve that i probably have it's the soap huh no no not even oh, the soap okay. it is bath related but <laughs> It is that the you, conditioner, the, the way you get toothpaste out of the out of the the tube. 
What? It's almost like you just grab it with your whole yeah. hand and just squeeze the tube. Well, how the fuck do you... you just squeeze a little bit from the top, bro? Like... No, that's that's just you. I always being... feel like a seven-year-old has been using our toothpaste <laughs> when I brush my teeth after you. Wait, you do like, it from like the top? Yeah, like the top. Like I like what? I will I will squish all the two. Like I'll keep no, the cap on. No, that's some type on. A shit. Anyone, no. who, let me know if y'all just squeeze from the middle. Who gives no, a shit? Yo, no, it, let me no. let me know if I'm bugging. If I'm just super type You're, A, because I might be. I might be. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, saying I get that it. We're like case. running out, and then you want to like try to get everything. But it keeps the it front. neat if you just like that's push some type it. A shit. Like I don't give a fuck. Keep that's the cap some type on. A shit. You you squeeze all the toothpaste to the top, then you take the the top off. I don't. I'm not. You really don't even have to squeeze it because it's gonna come. It's just gonna come oozing out so you don't really have to squeeze it because you don't need a lot of toothpaste so you just kind of put a little bit on your toothbrush then you brush your teeth and then the tube is just there nice and neat and like i said and when i go after you i feel like the hulk has grabbed the, <laughs> the, the toothpaste tube and just squeeze the toothpaste out like it like i've never told you that because it is the dumbest pet peeve but like every time i'm like i'm, I'm like real, i'm gonna really make sure i squeeze just, the middle no, I mean it's fine. It's like, but it's, it's not it's just, fine. It's okay. But like, I am just like I just know. I'm just is, it does I'm everyone do? Okay, anyone? I know this is like not on YouTube, so you can't really comment below. But like, DM me. Let me know if y'all squeeze in the middle, or you squeeze in the top, or you squeeze from the bottom. Like, I just want to know if like. Is he making, is he gaslighting right now? Like, am I the crazy one? No, I'm not saying you're crazy. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not kidding, saying I'm you're kidding. crazy. I'm kidding. I, I'm like I, say, I, I, I totally understand that that is like the, the most like minuscule thing you could like. And I don't be irritated about it. I just be like, in my brain, I just, in my brain, I'm just like, why would you do it like that? Cause I just like things to be like neat and uniform and like I think like as much as we talk about your ADHD, I do think I have some forms of OCD. I have a little bit of OCD too, but in Where a different certain things way. Things are just like, just like I don't like even how I told you like I just can't have clutter. I can't have a, I can't have. But a lot that's of not that's not the only type of like OCD. OCD like. Get double check with your therapist. Yeah, maybe. because everyone we'll everyone just assumes like. OCD means like you just want things to be clean. Like no, like sometimes you just want things to be clean. Like I like I definitely have, and I've been to I have some form of OCD. Like my ritual, my scratching with my fucking ankle, and like zones. my like three times fucking cross thing. Like there, I had like that. Like it's like one of those things where it's like you know, yeah. like it's not because it's just your knees. So double check. Yeah, with your license. Yeah, right. I should self-diagnose myself. Yeah, but I guess I'm, maybe I'm just very neat and tidy, which is weird because I was the messiest fucking kid and teenager. Yeah, I mean, but you like matured, you know, and yeah. learned. Like sometimes being neat is just like not the most natural thing, but you just learn to do better. Yeah. Like, believe it or not, I'm so much cleaner than I was before. I mean, I believe that. I, I could believe that. <laughs> Like you I'm honestly, you make better. you wake up and you make the bed every day. Except today, I had to do the bed because I was like, "Fuck it." I mean, I, you it's it's like you're like ninety eight percent like make the bed every day. I always make the bed. You always make the bed, like little stuff like that. And I know, like when we first started dating, you never made the bed. I know my bed was always unmade because I was gonna go take a nap. So why the fuck was yeah. going like? So like I know I know it's just <laughs> it's just funny because I do always think because again like right again that's my like type a ness because to me. Making the bed 
it's like a deterrent for me to take a nap because I want to keep the bed neat. Oh. So I think like that's how my mind works of like if I make the bed and it's nice and neat, I'm not even going to want to like sit on it. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to no matter Because to what. me, I like getting I just I love getting into a made bed at the end of the day at night. It's like the fa- it's like my favorite thing to like pull back the covers on a made bed and get into the bed. Yeah, I don't care about stuff like that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a and it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying like again, like I said, that's just my like I don't know what it is. Like, I just, like, really... That's it. why, like, we, we're... Like, I think the ultimate dream of, like, for our relationship is I just make brocal therapy so international. I mean, it is international, but, like, make this just, like, <coughs> a fucking Forbes top, like, company and media company. I just want to be, like, just rich and financial stable it won't be rich girl therapy and then just make you my homemaker like just make you like my stay-at-home husband because like you're just like so naturally good at like stuff around the house like you're a you love to cook you're a great cook you clean every day you you know you care like you care about those details like i don't i don't look at those details <laughs> like maybe i'll like think of design like obviously i hate the red curtains but like you know i'm not really on top of like my but you don't life. like you, you don't like to me like tomorrow morning like i'm gonna straighten up after we record because to me there's nothing better than like waking up to like a tidy house on a Saturday morning. Oh no, yeah, you love it. And I do love it. I get I I get it. Like to me that is like a top tier like sensation. <laughs> I mean, so, like, I get wake it. Wake up it's, in the it's... morning, it's like a tidy house. I don't have to go to work. I can just do my stretch. Yeah. I can chill, can ease into the day, drink my tea. Oh my god, it's the best shit in the world. No, yeah, you're such a housewife. Yeah. Like I am one thousand. I, I really am. You one thousand really percent. Such a ha- like you, like nothing makes you so much happier than just taking care of the home. Oh, a clean house is it's like the best shit in the world. Yeah, so that's why. And for me, I love working. Like I know that like after you know the whole break, you're like I can't. I don't want to go back to work. For me, I was like I'm excited. Like to the point where I was like, just like doing things during break that like i'm like i could wait till the Didn't new I say year you didn't stop you you were you edited broke yeah. therapy stuff like i don't know what to do with my time. like you don't know what to do with yourself if you're not cleaning the house i, I don't, don't know what to do with myself if i'm not working like yes. i yes i get burnt out and i'll like complain but i love to work i enjoy doing my broker therapy i enjoy working with brad and like the shows and like that he produces and like i just want to keep working I but that's what work. i think is dope because you love what you do yeah like you look forward to, to to working every day. So let me just work, and then you just be the housewife. I told you, babe. I'm, I, I am I am one hundred percent okay with that. <laughs> I don't want to be the like, housewife. I have no issues with that. I don't want to cook. Clean. I will clean. I will do your laundry. I will <laughs> Thank mop you. and I will sweep the floors. I will, babe. I will take care of the pets. <laughs> If you, if you handle that, I would Whoa. take, I'll be top dog. Me and Rocky would be out there. I'll have Rocky in a little stroller. We'll go on a walk. <laughs> go walk around the hood. You're going to be like, safari. You're gonna be like those white women with the little exactly. pets the little, in the stroller. The little pet stroller. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might get a little, uh, what's the little chest strap to put Junie in yeah. so she can, she can, she can be on my chest while I'm pushing rocks in the stroller. 
Oh my I, god! I'm telling you, babe. I want a soft life. <laughs> That's my new phrase for 2020. I want the soft life. I want that. And I just I love working. I want to go on tour. I want to like. I have so many like things I want to do. Like I want. I will gladly support you. I in honestly all of that. like. I don't see myself ever retiring. Like I could see myself being like 70, 80 years old, wanting to like work on something. But again, like I said, your work is. My what you love to do. Yeah. So it's not, it's cliche, right? Find a job, what you love to do, and you will and never work that. a day in your life. I but like that is, that's exactly that. what you do. It's exactly what you do. So, yeah. Like, I, I love what and I do. And as me, who is like, feels so confused right now, like, I'm so happy for you. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah. like when this comes out, y'all go stream BMF season two, but like, shout out Rose, Rose like, seeing her, like, just her accomplishments and just, being on that writing staff for like one of the top shows mm. for 50 cent who like just fucking doesn't Legend. miss, just doesn't miss when it comes to the TV thing. He's just, it's just, it's so dope to see. And it's like, like, I really be like, like I look up to y'all, I look up to you. I look up to Rose. I look up to Braz. Everybody just, like I said, even, even Rachel, just how she is like just living her life the way she wants to. And just all of your friends are like, just so tapped into their purpose and what they want to do and i'm just like i gotta get there i gotta get there you know what i mean and And it's it's, okay it's It's like it's it's i know that you want to understand your purpose and know it so badly that i know it's gonna come to you like that's the thing is like you're gonna have to want these things so badly like with everything in life you have to want so badly and like there's no doubt in my mind that like it does come to you. And, and like, and maybe feel, that's my delusionalness, but like me being delusional has got me far. No, I, I agree with really you. I truly believe anything in life, it could happen. I think for me that honestly, it's just going to be one of those things of like, it's not going to happen until I like jump off the cliff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and like, yeah. And no, I, you know, I don't mean it, it like literally, but like, you know, it's like when you you was well, I, I don't know why I'm thinking of this. We were watching the old Avatar movie, and remember when he had the when he got the he connected with the little dragon flying thing. Oh yeah! And they were like, "All right, you gotta you gotta go, you gotta fly, you gotta trust, and just go jump." And he did and he it. Jumped, he and that nigga free falled for like a good portion of the flight, but then he figured it out. And he started flying, and then he was good. Like I agree. In my, in my mind, that's what it's gonna be. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to jump. And it's going to be a free fall for a second. And I'm just, and it's going to kind of feel, it's going to feel like a spiral and it's going to freak me out. But I think eventually I'll fly. figure it out. And, but that's just like, but I, like he just, never hit the ground. Yeah. He hit a few branches yeah, and yeah. things on the way, but he ended up fucking flying. Like I will say there's one thing about like my mom, <coughs> she's a really tough woman. Victoria is very tough. She I mean, is. you've met her. Yeah. Maybe we'll go into that. I mean, we're over an hour, but whatever. And you, and you, you are, and like I said, I know you hate it, but you are a lot like your mother. I kind of am, but like But nicer. I feel like in all the positive ways, though. And I, How so? I just, I'm like being very strong-willed and stuff. Like I said, I tease you about your stubbornness, but I also tell you like, yo, that shit is also your, your superpower. Oh, yeah. Because it's led you to so many great things in your life. Yeah. Like so many times, whether it be something small or something big, like you just being like strong willed and set in like what you want of like, you know what I mean? Like I'm so easy going. There's so many times where I'm like, oh, we'll just do this. We'll just do that because it's easy. And you're like, no, I don't want that. I want this. 
And you're so set on that. And I'm just like, oh, just do this. And it's easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then in the long run, I'm like, yeah, she made the right call of like being like strong willed and just steadfast. Being like, that, I need this. And being like, almost being like that. No, I have tunnel vision. This is my vision. This is what I want. And that's what I'm going to go get. Like I said, I think that's like really your that's superpower. So my mom. Because you've gotten so <laughs> much positive and you've done so many amazing things with that mentality and with that approach to things yeah. to where, like I said, it's like, it's inspiring to me. It's kind of make me be like, of like, Oh, maybe don't just settle. Like, like we're talking about this microphone. Like I wasn't going to ask for this. And then I was like, let me just ask. And of course and they sent it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like seeing you just be so like, just go get it. Like just, just, just on your shit type of attitude and just what I want is what I want. And I'm not going to accept anything less. And I think that's so dope. You know what I mean? Like oh, and your mom you. is exactly like that. Oh my God. Cause is. if your mom wants us to do something, <laughs> she is going to, she, she's first of all, she's, she's first of all, she's going to pose it. She's going to pose as like a question. And then when I don't give the answer that she wants, she's going to position it as like, well, let me tell you why I think you should do this. It, yes, and, it slow, and I do it all the time. Yeah, like it slowly turns into like like perfect. My no turns into a yes within like five minutes because it's like it's like no she manipulated it. Yeah, it's like no, I I don't want to go do this today, but it's like. But I guess. I but you know, you haven't been outside like all week, and you probably would really like it because you enjoy the sunshine. And like I, I perfect think example do. is the last episode with Cami and Nikki when when Nikki asked like HK to like peg him. Yeah. And this was such a this oh, was yeah. oh, such a Victoria sure. thing. Full display. Full display of how my mom is. <laughs> like. <laughs> Obviously, HK's like already like no, like I'm not really interested. Like, like he said no, he said no. <laughs> it was clear, and like even I was like, he's you know what I mean. Even beforehand, I was like, I know HK ain't gonna go for yeah. that. Like, but he said no clearly. Like, but I'm like, how about if you get like spit roasted? Like, what if? <laughs> like, Let's see. You start creating all these scenarios yes. of like, but no, you can do this, or you, you can, can do that, and you can do yeah. this, and you can do that, and then it's just like, and then he's. But it, I mean, it still ends with the no, but it's just like, but I'm not gonna take the no. I'm gonna be like. Like, but this is, but like, imagine like, you know, you don't have to see her. You could just suck a guy's dick and she's just like pegs you from behind. Like I'm pitching different scenarios. Right. And, and eventually like, you're just like, okay, oh God, fine. that is my mom. <laughs> you're just like, okay, fine. You're not going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, but it like tripped like, me out because know. for me, I was just used to you doing that. Yeah. But then like when we met your mom and I would see your mom do it to you, oh, I would no. see your mom do it to her husband. <laughs> and I was just kind of like. Oh, that's no. where Steph gets it from. <laughs> like, that's not a Steph thing. That's a, that's her mom. Like, that's so crazy. And I remember I called it out and you were like, thought about no. it for a second. And you were like, shit, I do do that. And I was just like, yeah, man, it happens Victoria. a lot. And I love that you're always just like, oh, my God, you're pulling a Victoria right now. And I'm yeah. like, Fuck. And I also love that the, the Filipino mom comes out of you, like, when we're uh. in the grocery stores. And it, it's not, it's... You use all your nonverbal skills. It's a lot of pointing and gesturing and looking. And I'm like, oh, I know. I know that means it's time to put the groceries on the belt. You know what I mean? We got to put them up on the shit. counter. I got a point. She doesn't say that. She just points and she's like, go. I already know what line she wants to go stand in by the way she's looking. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. I love it, man. I love you. Oh, I love you, too. <laughs> but I was going to say something about Victoria. Oh, one thing I, I just want to give my mom a shout out because I hate this. 
with a burning passion. But I really do think like it 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 helped a lot. My like if you want to talk about tough love, that's my mom. Yeah. And how you were saying like pushing off a cliff. I'm not gonna push myself off the cliff. I wasn't a natural person <laughs> yeah. that was gonna go off the cliff. I was gonna stay safe where I was fine and didn't have to worry about that. But my mom will push me off the cliff. She will. <laughs> and be like, you need to go figure it out. And yeah. just pushes me to go figure it out. And like so many times in my life, I've just had to figure it out because Victoria gave me no fucking choice. Yeah. And I love now that she like she will acknowledge that sometimes. And like, unless sometimes you'll like tell like a super traumatizing story. You'll be like, yeah, you remember when you like kicked me out and I had to go find somewhere to live and I had to figure it out and I had no money and this and that. And your mom will be like, yeah, but you figured it out. Look at you now. Aren't you so proud? I did that. Like, like, aren't you happier? Like you, you know, you did this, you did that. Like, aren't you so happy? And I'm like, yes, but fuck you. Yeah, You're like, you're like, it was so hard though. And your mom's like, yeah, but you learned and you figured it out. To be real, like, I if she didn't push me like I will own up to this like younger Steph sometimes wasn't the most motivated person you know yeah like yeah. she like I would have like milked like opportunities to keep it like soft keep my life soft to keep going yeah. whatever but she was like well I know you want to move out I know you want to do this and do that like this what you're doing is not working so she would it it just throw me out and just yeah. put me in scenarios that I were mean, like I think sometimes I sometimes it's a part of being young too cuz I was I was very much the same age. I always remember like I said when I was 18 and I remember I think for me if had it not been for my mom I probably would have never went to college like yeah. you know what I mean but I remember my mom literally calling and being like hey today is the last day to register for classes for like city college you need to you need to sign up for classes yeah. Like literally, you know, I had no intent. Like I didn't even know that was the day I was supposed to be doing right. it. Right. I remember like, I just like it. didn't even know what classes I was picking. I was like, oh, I guess I got to take English. Let me take this English class. I took like a biology class. Like, but I would have never did that if it wasn't for my mom. So sometimes we need that. Yeah, but see, but do you know the difference though? Your mom like pushed you and told you to do it, and you listened. Yeah. My mom knew who she was working with. <laughs> I, like, if my mom called, hey, there's <laughs> this, it's the last day to sign up, whatever. If I didn't feel like doing it, it wasn't going to happen. I wasn't going to listen. I didn't listen to my mom. Yeah. Like, she she that. raised her own goddamn self because she don't listen to anybody either. <laughs> yeah. So she was she was blessed to have a daughter. That's why that y'all was, clash so much. You're right. Whenever since you, like, said that, it, like. I noticed and it it changed my life because I was like, you're, I'm literally a mini Victoria, but just progressive. Yeah. That's why (laughs) y'all clash so much. Cause y'all like the same person. Y'all are both strong. Will you want it how you want it to be? And you don't want any exceptions. You don't want any other way. And you both are like different. So you guys want different things. And that's just clash every time. And my mom was always like, the breadwinner in the family too. Yeah. And so, and she's like fine with that, you know, like she like, I mean, you know, her husband is like retired, whatever. And my mom just, you know, is really good at saving money and has money now. But like, yeah, so she just, she just loves being the one to be like, 
oh, I could take care of you and like spend, you know, like, I don't know. And I feel like I'm the same way too. Like I like, I'll make you my little house husband. Hey, I'm with it. <laughs> like, you know, and I'll like, I love working. I was like, but my mom too, she doesn't cook. She, she's cleaner than me. I'll give her that. She's way cleaner than me. Oh, yeah, um, say, Cause she, she'll get, she'll she get cleans. on you about the, the cleaning Yeah, she stuff. cleans. Yeah. But like, she, but she, besides that, but she just wasn't, you know, the, I guess the traditional ha- like wife house, yeah. like she was like very like she loved working and making money. And so and she loves just finances and money in general and how to make more money. She's just very like your mom's so good with money. She's good with money. And, um, you know, I, like I don't know how this ended up being an episode about my mom. No, it was just we've been all over the place this episode. Yeah, I mean, we're at an hour and 20 minutes now. Oh, shit, that's long. People are going to listen. That's a long ramble of us talking about nothing. Well, do you like to listen to episodes where we ramble, talk about nothing? As I, a, I as a listener I and do. viewer, how do you feel about those type of episodes? Oh, you know, I, I, I am a fan of the longer the pod, the better for me. You listen to Joe Budden who goes for like fucking three hours. I'll sit up there and listen to like a three and a half hour podcast. Like, Like, I don't know. Like, would would they listen to three hours of me just talking to my boyfriend? I don't don't think they'd be a little nosy. Maybe. I don't think that. I think for sure. I think you and the twins could for sure easily do like a two and a half hour podcast. I think, I think, I think you and I think you and a lot of the people that come on the show could easily do that. Um, I mean, technically, when you think about it, you do like, yeah. You just split them up. Yeah. They just yeah. like get cut in half and yeah, get like, prepared like a week. You do do that. When you, when you record, you're recording for a few hours at a time. Yeah. I mean, I usually stop and then I like do another file. But, but yeah, but it's like back it up, to back. It's still, it's like two and a half hours. That's true. It's yeah. like back to back. Yeah. And oh yeah, it's another thing too. So I've been like thinking, this is just me brainstorming. I think I only talked to like Nina about this. And I'm just kind of like throwing darts to see what like people are into. I've been wanting to do like a Patreon for a while. I wanted to initially do my Patreon like last year, mm-hmm. but it just was so much. And I think just moving and adjusting and to like figure out my work situation was just like too much for me to like even prioritize a Patreon. And so now I feel like, you know, we're more settled and. Excuse me, guys. Sorry, I know you lo- love the burps. We've down, we've downed a whole bottle of wine. At we this did. Point. Can you open the next one? You want to? I'm not, I'm I'm good. Do you want more wine? Yeah, I think uh, you drank most of it. I might have. Remember that song, popping bottles of ice, like a blizzard. What? What? Who sang that song? Far East Movement. Far East Movement. That was like the song of like 2012, wasn't it? I think of Vegas and bandage skirts. I have to be honest. That song holds a special place in my heart because that song. No, no, no. Not even that. (laughs) That song was like one of the biggest songs in Fresno when I first started working in radio. So you would hear I would hear that song everywhere when we went out. It was a cool song. No, that, that it's was it's a, a cool song when you're drunk in the club and, yeah, and partying. Yeah. That song was every something like 2011, 2012, 2013. And it's, it, it, it's, it's a song that just that. sounds so much like that era. Yes. It defines the yeah. early 2010s. Like just that popping bottles in the ice. Like a blizzard. blizzard. <laughs> like a blizzard. Now I'm feeling so slizzard. <laughs> <laughs> so slizzard. <laughs> 
We oh, yeah. Fly it, Like a G6. That's a great song. Fly Like a G6. And it's so funny. Like, I see TikToks now that talk about, like, the style of, like, girls who would go out back in, like, the early 2010s. Yeah. And how, like business casual it was it very much it definitely was like we really were like going to like a corporate like fucking environment where it was like <laughs> these banded skirts like these and it's just like tucked in with heels and like a blazer you know it's just sure. like what like we were we were ready to be in corporate i don't know what an era so back to what i was saying this is just like i'm just throwing darts and ideas on patreon so I definitely want to like start a Patreon and also just find ways to like make more content. Yeah. And I feel like I'm at a place where I feel like I could do that. And but also trying to find a balance to not like overwhelm myself. Anyways, I was thinking of every week or every other week I could do a virtual episode, just audio, no video with like, you know, HK or Rose or Jess or Quay oh, yeah, or even sure. you. That'd be dope. Like, and put it as like extra episodes on the show. Because the one thing about like for you guys who don't know, like how I like do this show is I live in the Bay Area right now, but I travel to LA about like every other month. Yeah. Um, and record like ten to fourteen episodes in one week. So that gets dispersed within like two months sometimes three and and although i love that because i really just knock them out and it like it helps a lot just to have all of that just done already um i do kind of miss just like things feeling like up to date like i love that like we're recording this episode on a friday but this is coming out on monday so right. it feels very like recent very timely yeah uh, excuse me and so on patreon it would just be like these audio ones and also i i get so many emails and stories that i have not responded to yet yeah for sure so it'd be an opportunity to like use that as like to really respond to people yeah and, and that'd be dope because if you do a patreon you obviously could do uh give priority to the patreon subscribers right and uh, then like first. later yeah. on when it's when the episodes are pretty old, then I could put it as like bonus episodes. Yeah, yeah. But I think in the beginning, just like you hear it kind of like in time. Right. You know, the, at, at the at the time it was meant to be heard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you guys would love that, like I want to know if like people would like, you know, subscribe to that or sign up for that. <laughs> um, obviously, it would be like probably I mean, Patreon's what like. A dollar to five dollars. Yeah, month. it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a ton of money. It wouldn't be a ton, but it'd also be money to help grow the show, help me get you know better equipment, help me eventually get a studio. So it's a way to kind of like give back to the show, but also you get like bonus content, you know. And so, um, although it's just audio, but still, you get to like hear us in like real time, I guess, because we'll like record it and probably put it out like a day or two later. Yeah. Um. But anyways, if you guys are interested in that, let me know. Um, DM me. Tell me in the comments. You know, however you want to, like, email me, let me know. Just because <laughs> I, I want to know if people want that. And if no one says anything, then I'm going to take it as no one wants that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling like I want to do that. So Yeah, I think that would be good. And I think just, 
I think just expanding your content, you know what I mean? Because there are so many other things that I know you want to do and I know yeah. that interests you in the content space. So I think that'd be a perfect platform to do that. You know? Yeah. And like also let me know if like what else do you want to see or hear about? You know, like I was even I think it'd be fun to do like a few vlogs or something or yeah. behind the scenes type of stuff to kind of like put there. So something that like feels more like I'm connecting to them. You know, um, and I I think you'll feel better, too, because just like how we're talking about earlier in the episode of just you feeling like just how toxic sometimes your your community and your not your community, but your comment section can be. I think that'll be a really dope safe space for you to have where you're like, I know that everybody here wants to be here because they pay to be here. You know what I mean? Like Like, they care. They're like like my supporters They're they're my people and right. Like you know. they're, they're spending the $2 a month to like really talk to you and connect with you exactly. and, and, you know, hear your perspective on things and hear from your dope ass friends on things. So yeah, I think, I think that'd yeah. be dope. It's a, it's a like more personal experience. I think sometimes I, cause sometimes like I, I'll admit like, because there's, I get so much hate like in the comments that it like drowns out like the positive shit because yeah. there's so much there is a lot of positivity and like well, even- it's, it's hard to see that right if you have 50 people telling you you're amazing but then you have the four people that are just Call telling you the most fucked up shit in the world it, 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 yeah. it you're just you're human you're going to gravitate towards those four other than you know versus all of the other people yeah yeah exactly and i think the patreon would just be like an extra kind of like environment and space where um, we could all just like connect and just like not judge and just. And if y'all motherfuckers want to really... pay money to talk shit, then y'all just stupid. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> all right, come on. Yeah. You so really have no life. For real, for real. But um, but y'all will be blocked because I've just been blocking the haters at this yeah. point. But um, yeah. Delete, delete, so delete. Let me know what you guys think, and also just any ideas of stuff that you want to see. Like, I want to know. Like, I want to know what you guys' your thoughts are. I mean, I know that you you know tune in the show you know a lot about me but if there's anything else that you feel like would be exciting to watch or hear i want to hear it um anyways we're over time i feel like i can keep talking but like (laughs) that's because you're drunk and also i just love what i do you do that's dope and i also like love you and i know that we could like keep talking okay before we end can you tell me like five things you love about me oh my god are we doing the tiktok trend right now yeah Five things that I love. What the hell? I don't know. Oh, that thing scared me. Uh, five things that I love about also, you. Also, I've been seeing ghosts around the house, and Brian's been so yeah, scared. Please, let's not talk about that. Okay. Uh, five <laughs> things that, the first thing, uh, your big heart. You okay. just have the most amazing heart. Um, number two, your sense of humor. You know what I mean? You you are I'm just very funny, goofy, for sure. goofy, funny, for sure. Three, like we talked about earlier, stubbornness, like you're being strong-willed, very strong-minded. You're drunk. You don't really like that. It annoys me, but I do love it because okay, it's, okay. it's great. Like it's, it's I like I said, it's your superpower. Number four, like I said, it's just your personality when it's just me and you. Like when you're just very schmoey oh, and just like... They don't need to know they, that. Yeah, they, they, no one will ever see that side <laughs> of you. And that's why I think I love it because it's like I'm the only one that gets to like no one's experience allowed. it <laughs> yeah. for sure. And then definitely I think just 
your openness and your willingness to be vulnerable and share so much of yourself with your community and this now like i said we talked about just like the the fucked up comments but i think there are so many people who don't comment on your on your content and comment and comment on your stuff yeah and i think that you just being you gives them so much power and gives them so much hope and gives them like kind of like inspiration so that's that's probably the five that the first five that come to mind i love that do but do you think i'm hot you are hot okay thank you yeah, I tell you that all the time. Like, I'm, it's like good to know that you like my personality, but like, am I hot? For sure, I told you, you <laughs> have like the best titties that I've ever had in my I life. I do have the best titties. Like, that's a like these people out here calling me Shamu. Literally, do they know I have the best tits in town? Like, remember, I, I, I always told you that. Of like, <laughs> I remember that it was that Wait, can photo you get me shoot. A, my charger for my laptop. Oh yeah. All right, back to what we were saying. I have the best tits in town. You do. I remember uh, Remember when we first started dating and I told you of like, I was like stalking your uh, Instagram page because you never like, you never I like, never obviously you never body. show your body. And I think there was like a, st- a story you archived from like an old photo shoot where you were like wearing the lingerie and the white shirt. And I remember that was the first time of like looking at you and being like, oh, she, she got, got some tits. titties. Like, she, yeah. I ain't never seen those before. Like. It's it's like my secret weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people like don't because I don't show my body really like that. So people like just I don't know what they expect or what they don't expect, but like they're amazing. You could probably put your tits in the top 5 things that I oh, love about oh, you for sure. 1000. I'm like, always grabbing I'm them. I'm very insecure with lots of different parts of my, like my stomach for sure. Like I feel like I'm like 5 foot pregnant sometimes. <laughs> but like I am so insecure about certain things in my body, but like my tits, you can't tell me shit. Amazing. My tits are incredible. And I feel like no matter anyone who like sees my tits in person are always like, whoa, like they're like, they don't expect it. Yeah. But I'm like, they're great. I it's know. It's such a pleasant surprise. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it, it's, a, it's like a nice, like every guy that I like slept with has always said like they were shocked, like that I was like you really do have like one of the best tits ever. Like yeah. I, that was like a compliment that I always got across the board. For sure. I grab them every day. You do. <laughs> so to all the Shamu haters, just know under this hoodie are a great set of tits that Amazing. you will never get to experience. But I know that they, if they, if they just saw a picture of my tits and didn't realize who it was, they would be so shocked. For sure. They'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. And like fucking beg down. I want to like suck on. And then all of a sudden they're a fan. Right. So (laughs) I could go on. I love my boobs. Same. Anyways, plug yourself. Or do you want me to say five things I love about you? No, you don't have to. You sure? Because I feel like I would look like a dick. I mean, if you want to. I was like, Only if you want to. Jesus, drunk Steph, go for it. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen the face she made when she said that. We're just so over time. You look so distressed when you said that. We're good. We can wrap. Okay, fine. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. I hope y'all like enjoying hearing me ramble about work and life for the last hour and a half. But um, yeah, you catch me on Brian. Catch me uh, on Brian. I mean, I'll catch me on. I'm drunk as well. <laughs> Uh, I think because I was like hesitant to like give out my at, but I feel like your your people always find me anyway, so it's fine. But y'all y'all can follow me on Instagram at bgrace two two two. That's my shit. Um, yeah, just know that 
if I see you talking crazy to my girl in the comments, I'm going to respond to you. And y'all pussy ass niggas don't never respond to me. So keep that same energy when I come at y'all. Ooh. I know they're just like, who would fuck her? And I was like, well, I have someone who wants to fuck me every single day. Exactly. So anyways, fuck me. <laughs> Stephanie Megan. Or go to brokotherapy.com. All, All that, that shit, shit is there. Sometimes I sing it. Okay, bye. This is, bye. This is what? No, I say it's probably one of the first episodes that in a while that you haven't sang during. Oh, yeah. Broco therapy. Broco therapy. Broco therapy. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.